Until 1982, Martin Luther King Boulevard in Chattanooga was known as East 9th Street, or the Big Nine. This Black History Month, at this time, every Tuesday and Thursday, WUTC celebrates ML King Boulevard with stories from the Big Nine, a series of student-produced podcasts that showcase the people, places, and events that have contributed to the history and culture of ML King Boulevard. Here's Kaylee McComas, Max Hansen, and Shannon Sweeney. Sitting at the corner of Martin Luther King Boulevard and Broad is a Chattanooga icon. The Reed House Hotel, a famous red brick Georgian mansion, has never closed. Even when the city flooded in 1917, guests simply sailed their boats into the lobby to check in. The Reed House is a staple of downtown Chattanooga, but it's a building with a dark past. There's a lot of very eerie and creepy things that have happened on the grounds. That's Tyler Logue. I am the Reed House historian. While there are generations worth of stories in the Reed House, perhaps none are so famous as the hotel's most notorious resident, Annalisa Netherly. Annalisa Netherly was a woman from San Francisco. She checked in. Uh, we don't have a precise date for when she checked in. We believe it was in the late 20s to early 30s, before Al Capone stayed here. Annalisa checked in with her husband. Um, other reports say it could have been her, her lover. And so they checked in, and they were put in room 311. Well, a few days later, someone stumbled across her body in the room. It, her throat had been slit, and she was in the bathtub. They discovered that her husband had uh, killed her because he had found her with another man. To this day, it is said that Annalisa haunts room 311. Um, she is particularly vengeful toward men. So, me and you not allowed in there. <laughs> Don't go room 311. Um, she also hates people who smoke. So if you're a man who smokes, it's, it's no-go for you. Most recently, some think Annalisa has made herself known while renovations have been underway at the Reed House. During the renovation, they were taking the doors off the hinges. They were all to sort doors, so they kind of wanted to save them. Well, they got all the doors taken off of the whole floor in, uh, on the third floor. They got to 311, and they took their key card to open the door so they could open it and get the door off its hinges. The door wouldn't open. So they tried a few times, but the key continually would not open. Uh, it was the only door that did this. So they brought the little key card machine up and activated the metal locks, the magnetic locks, and it still would not open. They eventually, after trying for so long, they had to cut the door in half to get it off its hinges. Annalisa was not leaving the hotel. But Annalisa does not go unaccommodated in these renovations. Room 311 is getting special treatment. Her room is still getting ready right now. We're actually filling it with period furniture to make her happy. So it'll be the only room of its type in the hotel with furniture from the 1920s uh, with a clawfoot bathtub and such. After all, who would want to throw off the feng shui of a haunted room? So we try to, we try to make her happy while she's, you know, if she's going to be here with us, we try to make her happy and people can stay in that room, but it's a special request. And um, I have to confess I'm not a big believer in ghosts. Whether you believe or you don't, whether you think Annalisa is real or she's not, she has left a very real impact on the hotel, its history, and its character. And from the sound of it, she's not leaving anytime soon. This is Stories from the Big Nine. This series is produced and edited by Will Davis, Jackson Vermullum, Harper Beeland, and the podcasting students of the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga.